And uh, we're going to go ahead and get into uh, some, some word tonight, and then we'll get into some prayer as well. And I'm going to go ahead and bring my water right over here. Very excited about the Word of God. As a matter of fact, uh, uh, I'm, I'm not sure exactly what to call this. I, I've got a title, but, but, but it's uh, not specific really to praying for any one thing. There's principles in here that you can take and apply to whatever you're praying for. But um, for, for, for lack of a better title, I could come up with, I'm calling this Praying Healing Prayers. Praying Healing Prayers. And we're going to go ahead and get this party started tonight in James chapter 5. So go ahead and uh, you got a Bible or a digital instrument that you got your word in. James chapter 5, we're going to start right there. And believe God to communicate some wonderful things to us tonight before we uh, go ahead and enter into our prayer time. And he will continue to communicate wonderful things to us. See, we believe in the word and the spirit. Somebody with me on that. Come on now. The Word and the Spirit. The, the, that, that means, uh, uh, you know, as the old timers would say, if you're, if you're all Word and no Spirit, you dry up. If you're all Spirit and no Word, you blow up. But if you got the Spirit and the Word, then you grow up. Hey, wise words right there. Amen. James 5, we're going to get started there. Verse 13 says, Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing psalms. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Confess your trespasses to one another And pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Hallelujah. Anybody here believe that with me? I believe that. I believe the word of God. Now, interesting thing. As we just kind of gaze over this and a few things I want to point out to you is that first of all, verse 16 shows us that praying for the sick is not just reserved for the elders of the church. Now, you can have the elders of the church pray the prayer of faith for you and anoint you with oil. It's thoroughly scriptural. But it's not the only possible way that you can pray for the sick. Because right there, a few verses down, in verse 16, uh, well, actually one verse down, uh, it says, confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. And so very much in the same way that Mark 16 shows that these signs will follow them that believe. And one of those signs being you will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Well, v- very much in the same way here we see that this is not something that is isolated only for people that are elders of the church or people that are in in the ministry, but that individual believers can go ahead and minister to the sick. Hallelujah. 
As a matter of fact, Jesus, his qualifying statement in John chapter 14, I believe it's 14 verse 12, where he said, um, he that believes in me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do because I go to the Father. He didn't say that that was reserved for for uh, doctorates and PhDs. He didn't say that you, you uh, only if you got uh, a special anointing to the ministry, is that for you? No, he said, he that believes on me. Now, God does specially anoint people with, with, with uh, an anointing for healing and miracles. And thank God, I, absolutely, we want it all. But I got to tell you, uh, what we see is that God's not limited to one way. Because God's so good that, that if, if, if he can't get it to you one way, he's going to look to get it to you another way. He just wants to get it to you. <laughs> Isn't that a beautiful thing? I mean, we know this. God cares so much about our health. It is that God's not just provided supernatural means for you to be healed and healthy. God's also provided natural means as well. See, we're just figuring it out. Mankind's just playing catch-up with God. God knew all along that a certain extract from a certain leaf of a certain plant when applied to a certain sickness would cause that sickness to go away. Hallelujah. So, so you see, that, that's, that's such beautiful evidence of how much God wants his people to be healthy and to be healed is that he's provided not just the, the natural but the supernatural means to make that happen. Hallelujah. And although, the, uh, 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 going back to James chapter 5, although anointing uh, with oil is certainly scriptural, it's not the oil that saves the sick. It's the prayer of faith that saves the sick. All right? And it's interesting also that we see the truth here that Christ has provided for both our sins and our sicknesses in the same work. And the same work of redemption and that same uh, death on the cross and the shedding of his precious blood in that sacrifice, he has redeemed man both from sin and from sickness. And then we see that the same prayer of faith that results in the saving of the sick also results in the forgiveness of one's sins. Let's look at verse 15 again of James 5. And the prayer of faith will save the sick. And the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. And of course, you see the very same theme continued once again in the next verse. Verse 16, confess your trespasses to one another. That's dealing with the sin. And pray for one another that you may be healed. So get, get the sin out of the way. And then pray that you may be healed. Then you get the sickness out of the way too. Hallelujah. Now it's interesting. Matthew chapter 9 and this is the, the ministry of Jesus and something that happened in his hometown. I want you to check this out. It says, so he got into a boat, crossed over, and came to his own city. Then behold, they brought to him a paralytic lying on a bed. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, son, be of good cheer. Your sins are forgiven you. And at once some of the scribes said within themselves, this man blasphemes. But Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, why do you think evil in your hearts? For which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven you, or to say, arise and walk. 
but that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. Then he said to the paralytic, Arise, take up your bed, and go to your house. And he arose and departed to his house. So it's interesting that they were picking on Jesus for saying, Your sins are forgiven you. But what Jesus wanted to demonstrate, he said, Which is easier? And, and, and for, for him, one was just as easy as the other because he was authorized and anointed to do both. Hallelujah. And so he forgave this man's sins and he also healed his sickness. Hallelujah. The same work of redemption that took care of one took care of the other. Oh, if we could get a hold of that. Because sometimes we think, you know, of, you know that, that it's real easy to get, get forgiveness of sins. And, you know, we, we can just go ahead and, and, and you can receive that right now. There, your sins are forgiven. Glory to God. And that's true. But, but the thing is, somehow we've, we, we've made a, a distinction between receiving one blessing from God and receiving another blessing from God. As though, well, th- this one, uh, yeah, you can get this one today. The other one you might have to work at a little bit. But, but that, that's something we might have put on ourselves, but God didn't qualify things in that way. <laughs> Hallelujah. As a matter of fact, uh, further demonstration of the fact that uh, Jesus uh, has come to deal with both of these things, not one or the other, but both of them, and in the same work. You know, um, what is often... Uh, the, the casting out of the money changers. How many of you remember that in, in the Bible where Jesus was overturning tables and, you know, uh, threw out those guys that were actually robbing God's people. He called them thieves. They said it was a den of thieves. Remember? So, uh, an interesting thing that if you look at the margin in your Bible, you will often see, see that called the cleansing of the temple. You know how they have headings at the top of a chapter or something like that? So you often see that. It's called the cleansing of the temple. And Jesus went and drove out the thieves along with their thievery. So, so you can say on one hand that he cast the sin out of the temple. And that's true. But then besides that, it also says that the blind and the lame came to him in the temple and he healed them. And that's right after. And I don't believe that's by accident. I believe God's got some intentionality going on there. And he wants to make a statement that when the temple gets cleansed, it's not just the sin that's getting cleansed out, it's the sickness that's getting cleansed out too. Hallelujah. And besides that, now in these New Testament times, the temple is not somewhere in Jerusalem. The temple is me and you. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And in the same way that Jesus worked in that, uh, that temple that was built there in Jerusalem at that time, that's a picture of the way he's working in you and I as the temple of the Holy Spirit today. He's cleansing the temple of sin and cleansing the temple of sickness. Hallelujah. Now, what about this effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man that avails much? You can put back up there uh, James 5, 16. And, and it's interesting. Now, now that's, that last statement, the effective fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. You can take that and apply it across the board for sure. But if you notice, the context of this is still talking about praying for healing. 
The verse before was talking about praying for healing. It was talking about praying the prayer of faith that would save the sick and the Lord would raise them up. And if he's committed sins, they will be forgiven him. But he's still talking about it. He says, confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. And I want to dig into this a little bit further, especially that last statement. The effective, fervent prayer prayer of a righteous man avails much. Well, the first thing you might say, well, that, that'd be great if only I was righteous. Because, you know, you, you don't know some of the things that I, uh, you know, I slipped on this week. You know, I might have slipped and said something I shouldn't say or slipped and did something I shouldn't say. Oh, Pastor Ray, if only I was righteous, then I'd be all right. But But how do you get to be righteous? Well, you know, that's a whole teaching on itself. But to give you the basics, I can tell you this. That righteousness with God is not something that has to do with you uh, checking a certain amount of boxes, shall we say. Righteousness, as far as God's concerned, and what the New Testament teaches about it, is that it is a free gift. And it's a free gift because there is nothing so good you can do to get it. There's nothing so good you could do to attain to it. But it is a free gift. And the Bible literally says in 2 Corinthians 5.21 that he who knew no sin, that being Jesus, was made to be sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in him. And the Bible also says over in 1 Corinthians 1 that Jesus has been made unto us uh, uh, wisdom, righteousness, uh, sanctification, and redemption. So I want you to see that Jesus himself is our righteousness. And because we're in him, we're in his righteousness. And the righteousness that we have is not something that is earned or attained. It is a free gift of God. So if that is going to possibly trip you up and say, well, that's great, but I don't know if I qualify for that. Let's settle that right now. If you are a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, one who has confessed him as Lord, and you have believed in your heart that he's the son of God, that, that he died and was raised from the dead, then you are righteous right now at this moment. Even though you're still capable of making mistakes, you are still righteous. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, we've got that settled. But what about those words, effectual fervent? Actually, in the New King James, it says effective fervent. Of course, in the Old King James, it uses the word effectual. Effectual, effective, you know, uh, really two, two ways of saying the same thing. The, the word effectual actually means, uh, uh, or effectualness, uh, in, in the English dictionary definition, is the power or capacity to produce the desired result. The power or capacity to produce the desired result. But, but in the Greek language, effective and fervent is not two Greek words, it's one Greek word. And it's a word that I want to talk about. I'm not a Greek scholar, but I know how to look some things up. 
And I'll tell you, when I get to looking things up and get to enjoying it, woo-hoo-hoo, it gets to be so good. I got to share it with somebody. So y'all are it. I'm going to share it with you tonight. But it is effective, fervent, as it is here, is the Greek word energeo. Energeo. And, and if you're listening, you can hear that it's uh, the word from which uh, originates the English word energy. Or energize or energetic. Energeo. Um, and uh, there's also a, a, f- a, another f- uh, closely related word in the New Testament, energeia. You know, uh, one's more used as a noun, maybe one's more used as a verb, but, but, but uh, uh, right there from the same root. So effectual fervent is the Greek word energeo, which means to be at work, to put forth power, to effect. And another shade of meaning would be to be operative. So let's say that again, to be operative, to be at work, to put forth power, to effect. And uh, this is talking about the prayer that a righteous person prays. That the prayer that a righteous person prays can be operative, can be at work, can put forth power, and can affect things. Now, Thayer's lexicon very interesting, it says this, that this word energeo does not have the force of an adjective. So in other words, this is not, uh, it's, it's not intended to be an adjective that, uh, you know, the verse says the, the effective fervent prayer. So it's not meant to be a descriptive word that describes prayer. What is it intended to be? It's intended to be the reason why that prayer of a righteous man has outward success. So rather than being a word that describes the prayer, it, it's it intended to be the reason why that prayer is succeeding. Oh, come on, somebody. So this is talking about the reason why the prayer succeeds. Let me put it to you like this. In other words, due to the fact that the affectionless and fervency, this inner gale, is exhibiting its activity and working inwardly. It's doing something inside of you. Because of that, the prayer produces results outwardly. So you got this God energy. You know, people talk about energy in spooky ways sometimes. You know, people get all twisted up in the pretzel and talking about feel the energy. Lord have mercy. Yeah, you know, we're not talking about energy like that. Yeah, that, that can be energy, all right, that's coming from a wrong source. We're talking about the, the real thing that comes from the right source, the Lord himself. So, so, so when you've got God's energy working on the inside of you, then it results, and when th- this prayer is released out of a righteous person, then that prayer is having outward success because that energy has always already been working on the inside and producing inside success so so because you got something working on the inside when you pray and release something then you got something working on the outside you know we uh, back back in the 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 old days of church people would sing uh Something on the inside, working on the outside, or they'd seen Jesus on the inside, working on the outside. That's what I'm talking about. 
Because that right there is, is the very essence of this, that the energy of God working inside of you when released, if it's working in you, when you release it, it'll work out of you. Hallelujah. And that prayer will work and that prayer will go and produce the desired results. Hallelujah. Now, prayers that avail much or prayers that have outward success, they have that success because effectualness and fervency, this inner gale that we're talking about, is working inwardly. Y'all want to take a look at a few examples of that. And I mean, it's just great. I mean, it's just as clear as can be. I mean, this is not hard to get because we're going to see it for ourselves. Ephesians 3.20. Woohoo! Now to him who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. The word works is the same word. So, we see this here, that if you are allowing God's power to work in you, uh, to, to, uh, to, to do its thing inside of you, because here's the thing, sometimes we just blow out a prayer and we're not ready to pray. See, we, uh, we, we just throw out a prayer and we've not prepared ourselves to pray. You know, like the Bible says, ask in faith. You know, if you're going to pray, ask in faith. Because if you're not asking in faith, you're like the, 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 the waves of the seed being driven in the wind and tossed. So, so preparation for uh, prayer, like if this is faith right here, and I'm over here somewhere, and if I'm going to pray, if I'm praying over here and that's in faith, then I'm not in faith, I'm not ready to ask. See that? So I need to get in faith. And then I'm in a position to ask, well, how do you get in faith? Well, one of the number one things you need to do, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. What you're praying for, hear the word on that. You hear the word on that, woo, faith comes. And then, and, and then, then as faith comes, then you're prepared to pray about something. You're prepared to go ahead and step out and act on something. Because faith came to you. And uh, that's the first step, not the only step, because obviously once it comes, you got to do something with it. <laughs> you got to release it. But you got to get it to begin with. So, so in order to get in faith, to get in a position to pray to begin with, you need the Word. And so here, we see this, that God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, but this outward working that God is able and willing to do is based on the inward working that you're allowing him to do. Hallelujah. It's according to the power that works in us. The, the word power, the, 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 the Greek word uh, dynamis or, or dunamis or dunamis, pronounced several different ways. But bottom line, the, that's, that's healing power. I mean, that's the stuff that left Jesus and went into the woman with the issue of blood and healed her. That's potent stuff, y'all. <laughs> That's potent. Hallelujah. And, and, and so, so we, we see this here, that, 
that, that if, if you want to have something working outwardly, outside, it, it, when you release your prayers, when you release your faith, to have something working out here, have something working in here first. Hallelujah. Let that working take place in here first. Because it's the working in here that ultimately results in the success of what's working out here. Are you with me? Kind of like James 5 said, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. The effectual fervent side of it is the work that's being done on the inside. And the prayer side of it is the part that's being done on the outside. Success here, success there. Success here in uh, allowing God to work. You're putting yourself in a position that when you release that prayer, God can work on the outside. Inside first, then outside. Like Third John 2. Beloved, I pray above all things that you'd prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. Inside first, woo, outside second. Hallelujah. Now, Colossians 1.29, this is another interesting verse. Paul said, to this end I also labor, striving according to his working, which works energeo. That's the word works, is energeo. So I'm striving according to his working, which energeos in me mightily. Hallelujah. So once again, this outward striving that he's doing, which is not a fleshly thing, Actually, you know, you can possibly be striving in prayer. You know, in Colossians, it also talks about this, this man named Epaphras who was laboring fervently in prayer. And that's the same Greek word as what striving is there. So, so this can, uh, uh, Paul's not specific about the particular striving that he's talking about here. But later on in the same book, he describes what would be striving or laboring in prayer. So if, if let's say that he is referring to prayer here, that, then if this is a, a striving in prayer, a working something out in prayer, or it's like we'd like to say sometimes, praying something out. When you got something on the inside that, that just needs to be prayed out. It's the praying out of God's will. It's like, I know God's got more. I know God's got a future, but I don't have all the details yet. And so I'm praying it out. I'm praying the word that I know. I'm praying in the Holy Spirit and I'm getting something out. It's in here, but I'm praying it out. Hallelujah. But the thing is, is that that kind of uh, striving, striving in prayer, if we were to call it that, See, the outward striving is based on the inward working. See, the inward working is first. See, that inward working. He's striving according to, according to something. His working, which works in me mightily. So he's doing outwardly based on what's already happening inwardly. God's doing a work on the inside, which is causing that which is being released and prayed forth and spoken forth and put out there to be successful. Hallelujah. You know, 1 Thessalonians 2.13 says this. Uh, For this reason, we also thank God without ceasing, because when you received the word of God, you heard from us, you welcomed it not as the word of men, but as it is in truth, the word of God, which also effectively works or effectively energeos, there it is again, in you who believe. So, so what is that which is working inside of you? 
Well, you know, it's going to be the Word of God and the Spirit of God. In this case, talking about the Word of God. The Word of God entering inside of you, working inside of you. But, but what, what, what does that mean? Does it do that for everybody? No, it does that in those who believe. So when you hear the Word and you believe the Word, you are opening yourself up for that inner gale process to start working in here which is setting you up for prayer success. And anything that's going out and being put forth is causing you to have success there. Why? Because it started in here first. Hallelujah. So you see that this idea of hearing the word and, and, and that this word will effectively enter gale in you who believe... I mean, it very much sounds like what Jesus said about prayer in John chapter 15 and verse 7, where he said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. Hallelujah. And you know what? I don't want to take too much longer. I just want to wrap this up here. Let's go to James 5.16 one more time. And uh, check this out. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. What about that word avail? What does that mean? The word avail uh, means multiple things. Let me give you a list of them. To be strong in body, to be robust, to be in sound health, to have power, to be a force, to be able. And the source of this is really out of uh, uh, Strong's Concordance and also uh, Thayer's Lexicon. To be strong in body, to be robust, to be in sound health, to have power, to be a force, to be able. Hallelujah. As a matter of fact, it's the very same word. Remember when Jesus said that they that are uh, uh, whole don't need a physician, but those who are sick do? Jesus said that in the gospel. The word whole... Is that same word avails. So when Jesus said, those that are uh, whole don't need a physician, but those that are sick. So think about this. If you're looking at it from that context, wow, the effective fervent prayer of a righteous man will make you very much whole. <laughs> Hallelujah. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man, what will it do? It'll cause you to be robust, very robust. It'll cause you to be very much in sound health. It'll cause you to have much power, much force, much ability. Hallelujah. It is, I mean, it's potent, it's packed. And let me just put it to you like this. When your effectualness and fervency, your inner gale, works on the inside of you as a righteous person, then the prayer going out will produce much strength of body, robustness, soundness of health, power and ability. That's the bottom line right there. Hallelujah. You think that uh, he changed subject and was just talking about prayer in general, and yet... By that word avail, we see that he's still talking about praying for healing. Just like he was in verse uh, 14 and, and 15, 
uh, no, I'm sorry, verse 15, talking about praying for healing. The, the beginning of verse 16, talking about praying for healing. And then at the end of verse 16, that word avails is showing us that it's still in the context of praying for healing. And we're going to do that tonight. We're going to go ahead and pray for healing, but we're going to pray for some other things first that need to be prayed for. And I want you all to be ready to go ahead and go in there with me. My prayer for you is that you've had some things working. Hey, hey, that you've had some word planted in you that's been working. That the Holy Spirit who lives inside of you has already been working. That inner gale, that God energy is already inside of their working. And because of the working on the inside, then what's happening tonight when we pray, we'll have something working on the outside too. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we honor you tonight. We give you glory and praise. We recognize this. Lord, you said, first of all, that prayer and supplication and giving of thanks should be made for all men, for kings, and for all that are in authority, that we might lead a a quiet and peaceable life. And and Lord, uh, we pray. Lord, for all those that are in authority. Lord, we pray for, uh, uh, for President Trump, Vice President Biden. We pray for Nancy Pelosi and Mitch McConnell. Lord, we pray for every branch of government. Uh, executive, uh, 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 legislative, and judicial. Lord, we pray for our local governments. We pray for uh, Governor Baker in Massachusetts, Governor Raimondo in Rhode Island. Lord, we pray for uh, uh, local mayors and, and people in positions of making decisions and impacting our lives. Father, we pray that, that they are walking in godly wisdom. Lord, not just... Uh, uh, chasing fires and trying to put out fires. But, but Lord, people that are uh, 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 tuned in, Lord, Lord, if they're not tuned in to you directly, then uh, my prayer is that you have somebody strategically placed to be able to have the ear of, of a person in authority and to be able to give them some godly wisdom. Lord, Lord, if, if you don't get them, if, you, if, you, if they're not in a position to get it from you directly, Lord, you got a whole lot of people out there by which it can be gotten to them. And that's what we pray. We pray, Lord, that, that those who are in positions of authority, that, 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 uh, that they would be tuning in to the voices of men and women of God advising them. Lord, not those that are, are just uh, out there and, and, and lost and have no care or regard for, for God or for, or for man. But Lord, we pray that, that uh, our leaders would be tuned in to people who really have a heart for God, really have a heart for people, and really have a heart for this nation. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Lord, there's an election coming up. There's a primary coming up. And, uh, Lord, we know that November 3rd is coming as well. And, Father, we pray. Lord, uh, first of all, we're praying for the church. Lord, we pray for the church. And, Lord, I pray that your people would have an openness and a sensitivity to you to be able to hear your voice and receive your leading. And, Lord, that those who are not currently Uh, registered or even thinking about voting. They don't even have that on the radar. Lord, my prayer for them is is that they would realize, 
the, the importance of doing that. And, and, and that the, the church staying silent and not doing something is just the, the worst possible scenario. Lord, that they would understand their duty not just as an American citizen, but Lord, their duty as a citizen of the kingdom of God to be able to exercise their voice here on the earth. And Lord, I thank you in the name of Jesus that you're leading them and guiding them, Lord, from, from state to state and uh, city to city, uh, uh, exactly how they need to vote in their particular uh, context and uh, geographical location, Lord, so that men and women of integrity uh, would be uh, uh, put into office. And Lord, we also pray, Father, that the, the, uh, the, the federal election and the presidential election, Lord, that, 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 that your people are receiving wisdom and insight into the way that they need to vote uh, concerning the presidential election as well. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, we believe that people can seek you and ask you what you think about things. You know, that they can go ahead and tune in to, to uh, CNN or, or to Fox News or any other channel and find out what the talking heads think about it. Lord, I pray that the church is stirred up to get on their knees and say, Lord, what do you think about it? What do you say about it? And that they would go ahead and, and, and go into the direction uh, that, that is in line with the Lord's leading and in line with the word of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for speaking to your people and stirring them up. Lord, that your people would be stirred up regarding their responsibility as citizens of the kingdom of God to go ahead and, and, and to, to cast a vote that, Lord, is not just in line with the way that, that dad and granddad did it or mama and grandmama did it, but, Lord, there's something that's in line with the word of God and something that's in line with truth. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And uh, we, we, we curse COVID in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We take authority over it. Well, and Lord, it, it's, it's not just the, the disease itself that, that we uh, are, are exercising authority over, but, but it's the, the, the evil spirit that's behind it. The evil spirit that's behind it, the, the evil spirit that is uh, stirring up confusion, causing uh, one person to say this and another person to say that, and one group to say this and another group to say that. Lord, anything that's confusion is not of you because you're not the author of confusion. So we deal with the evil spirit that, that's working behind the scenes and pulling strings and laughing at people while he's doing it. And we say in the name of the Lord Jesus, you will no longer be able to go ahead and freely function as you have. We cancel your assignment in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We take authority over you as the body of Christ connected to the head. And we say in the name of the Lord Jesus that, that, uh, that, that you're dealt with and you're done. And you're no longer going to go ahead and, and be, be out there freely to, to play with the world and to play with the nations of the world in the way that you have been. Father, we thank you, Lord, for wisdom and quick solutions that, 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 that can settle things, Lord. Hallelujah. Because, Lord, if not for the sake of anybody else, 
the church is still here. And this needs to be settled for the sake of the church. <laughs> the church is still here. This needs to be settled for our sake. And that's why we're dealing with it in the spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And Lord, we believe that what we bind on earth, we're, we're getting behind what's already been bound in heaven. What already has been dealt with in heaven. If God considers something one way, then we're going to consider it that same way. If God considers something a certain way, we're going to go ahead and deal with it the same way he deals with it. Hallelujah. And we take authority over COVID-19 and over every evil spirit that's involved in the sickness uh, itself, in the politics behind it, and the scheming and devising of men's schemes behind it. And we say in the name of Jesus, this is done. This is settled. This is not going on any further. The church has spoken. The body of Christ has spoken. We're not just speaking uh, something out of our minds. No, we're speaking in the authority of the name above all names, the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And the church will continue to occupy until he does come and until he does return to, to, to receive us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Yeah, we're standing against confusion. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. We're standing against confusion tonight. And Lord, we, we see that, that uh, Satan, who's the author of confusion, the antithesis of who you are, the, the antithesis of, of your ways and, and your character, he's going out there sowing confusion. And Father, we take a stand against that in the name of Jesus. And we say, Lord, for, for leaders on a, a national level, on a state level, in a local level, that there's clarity of thought. Lord, there's clarity of thought, soundness of thought, and Lord, consistency of thought. Because Lord, we realize this, that wherever there's not consistency, there's truth missing here. Because truth is consistent. And Lord, there, there's been much inconsistency, and we take a stand against that in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And, and, and we, we say, we, we say in the name of Jesus that confusion will not be, be allowed to prosper in the church. That, that the church will not be swayed by the same spirit of confusion that the world's been swayed by. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, that we're focused. We're focused we're, with our mind on you, with our eyes on you, fixed on you. Hallelujah. Not being swayed in the many ways we could possibly be swayed. But I thank you, Lord, that if there's soundness and consistency and, 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 uh, uh, Thought patterns that, that actually are, are consistent and making sense. Where's that going to be found? It's going to be found in the church. Among those who, who boldly speak the word of God. That God's not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Hallelujah. And I thank you, Lord, that we are fearless. Hallelujah. We, the body of Christ, are fearless. Hallelujah. No fear here in the body of Christ. And Lord, that we're walking in love. Hallelujah. We're walking in love. 
when the world can't figure out love, when, when the world don't have a clue how to love, when the world don't even know how to love each other when, when, uh, uh, on, on a good day, never mind on a bad day and in hard times. And Lord, when, when, when hatred is so much in the heart of man that it would drive man to do uh, uh, such uh, e- evil things to, to members of the same race, fellow members of the human race that just look differently from them and they're motivated by the devil to do such atrocious things. But in Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord, that in the church and spreading out of the church and overflowing into the world, what are we operating by? We're not operating by fear. We're operating by love. Hallelujah. We're operating by power. Thank you, Lord, the power of God's at work within us. Lord, as we saw in the word tonight, that which happens on the inside first is now happening on the outside. That which began on the inside and the working of the word and the spirit on the inside, when it's released in prayer, when it's released in our words, when it's released in our actions, it is therefore going forth and doing the same thing on the outside that got started on the inside. Hallelujah. Because, Lord, we are people not of fear, but of power and of love. And, Lord, also soundness of mind. I thank you, Lord, that in the body of Christ, if there's any place where sound thinking and, and, and rational thinking and, and godly thinking and, and ideas that actually make sense and are consistent and true, if that's going to be found anywhere, it'll be found in the house of God, in the body of Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we will not fall for confusion in any way. We will not get caught up in madness in any way. Because, Lord, we know that the enemy would love to stir things up, stir up distractions, stir up things to get us to go here and go here. But put our finger in a hole and to, to keep the water from breaking through the dam here and, and have to run over here to do the same. But, Father, I thank you, Lord. Rather than us doing the running, we've got the enemy on the run. Hallelujah. We will have the enemy on the run, and we will not be the ones on the run. Hallelujah. And Lord, what we read tonight, what we saw in the Word tonight, has so much to do with your heart for people, your great love and care and compassion for people. Hallelujah. And you know, if you're here tonight, you need healing in your body, go ahead and stand up right now because you, you get to get in on this. Those of you that are watching by live stream, right there if you're in your living room, your bedroom, wherever you're at, you stand up and get ready to receive because we're going to go ahead and do what the scripture says to do. We're going to pray the prayer of faith. We're, we're, many of you that are out there, we're, we're not with you to be able to anoint you with oil tonight, but I'll tell you, we can certainly pray the prayer of faith. Glory to God. And the prayer of faith will save the sick. The prayer of faith will save the sick. The prayer of faith will save the sick. And the Lord will raise you up. And if you've committed sins, those sins will be forgiven you. We're going to go ahead and pray one for another that you may be healed. We're going to go ahead and, and, and see that the effectual, fervent prayer of the righteous avails much. Hallelujah. There's a translation of that that says, the effectual, fervent prayer of the righteous makes tremendous power available. 
And so because of the working on the inside of us, we believe now as we release our prayer that there's a working on the outside of us and a working of the Spirit to heal and to perform miracles. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. We pray tonight and we stand against sickness and disease in anywhere, in, in any way, weakness in any way, weakness in the body, weakness of organs in the body, weakness of joints in the body. Hallelujah. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you, Lord, that everything, everything is functioning according to the way God designed it to function. Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo! Glory to God. Healing is flowing tonight in the name of the Lord Jesus. Healing is flowing tonight in the name of Jesus. Stretch forth your hand to heal. May signs and wonders be done in the name of your holy child, Jesus. Lord, we're not asking you to do something that's outside of you or outside of your will or outside of your desire. We're asking you to do something that was your very idea to begin with. It was your very heart to begin with. It was in your plan, oh God, that your son would take stripes on his back and that with those stripes, with those wounds, we would be healed. So we speak healing tonight. We say, Lord, you sent your word and healed them and you delivered them from destruction. Hallelujah. Wherever you are, you receive, receive the power of God that's flowing tonight because the prayers of the righteous. I'm not the only righteous one here. We got a house full of righteous people. The prayers of the righteous make tremendous power available. The prayers of the righteous avail much. And it causes wholeness to flow. It causes robustness to flow. It, it, it causes uh, life and health and strength to flow. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name, in the authority of the head of the church. Whoa, hallelujah. 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 All right. Someone watching tonight. <laughs> yeah, that back problem. This is it. Yeah, this is it. In the name of the Lord Jesus, you do right now what you couldn't do before, whether it's bend over, touch your toes, or, or whatever that position was that you've not been able to do for a long, long time, you go ahead and do it right now and be sure to tell us about it because we want to hear all about it. But the healing power of God is flowing into your body right now. You receive it and you go ahead and do what you're going to do before. The power of the Lord is present to heal you. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The prayer of faith saves the sick. And the Lord raises them up. And if they've committed sins, they shall be forgiven. Hallelujah. What a good God. <laughs> what a good God. I said, what a good, good Father we serve. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we pray for our pastor tonight.
Thank you, Lord. Those of you that are standing, you can either stand or be seated. You can walk around if you want. I don't mind. But uh, be, before we close out tonight, I want to go ahead and pray for, for Pastor John and Miss Anita. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Uh, specialized wisdom for specialized situations. Lord, uh, uh, wisdom that's needed in ways that, that is very specific, very specialized. Uh, uh, things that, that must be addressed in just a certain way in order to, uh, uh, to uh, shall we say, in order to prevent other possible effects from coming in after the fact. Uh, to, to be able to prevent other uh, possible side effects or other issues that could possibly come down the road. But I thank you, Lord, that you, you're the spirit of wisdom. You are the spirit of wisdom. Jesus was anointed with the spirit of wisdom. And we speak tonight that our pastor is anointed with the same spirit of wisdom, operates according to the spirit of wisdom. And I thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name, that it's upping. It's upping to another level. It's upping to another dimension. And, and big-time decisions that have to be made, Lord, our prayer tonight is that these decisions are being made according to the Word of God and the Spirit of God. And, and Lord, that, that he'll, he'll have the ability to see through things. Lord, Lord, there, there will be things that will appear one way, but, but really aren't that way. Things that will appear to be uh, uh, one way, but, but really aren't that way. And, and, and Lord, I thank you for the specialized wisdom, the specialized ability to discern in these areas that, that he must discern. So that he'll be able to see clearly between the, the real and the fake, uh, but between uh, what, what really is and what just appears to be. Ha, ha, ha. Hallelujah. And I thank you, Lord, that, that, that he's walking in this. And Lord, because of that, there will be things that will be averted and avoided that could not have been averted and avoided any other way. Hallelujah. 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 Yeah, we got victory on that. We got victory on that. Thank you, Lord. Things will be averted and avoided because of the wisdom of God that he's walking in. And Lord, you're the source of the wisdom. You said if we lack it, that we can ask you for it. And you give it to us. And you give it to us liberally. You want to just, you know, give us a drop. You, you'd be generous with the wisdom you give. And so, Lord, we thank you for this. Yeah, 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 yeah. So somebody's helping me pray this out tonight. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Not just here in the room, but I know you're praying with me at home. We're praying this out together. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We, we know we've got this. We know we've got this. Pastor's equipped with what he needs. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, yeah. Glory to God. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. All right.
Thank you, Lord. See, uh, uh, we, we don't want to just run off here. I just want to make sure we're done before we go on. Thank you, Lord. All right. Praise the Lord. All right. Well, I got some peace in me. I believe we got done some things we needed to get done tonight. Hallelujah. I tell you, there's something about, and you know, I can't think of a better term for it than praying something out. Praying something out. When, when the Lord lays something in you, and, and I mean, it might just drop in there, and you know there's something that needs to be addressed. And, and by, by, by praying in the Spirit, praying in other tongues, but also sometimes you can, you can pray in the Spirit in your known language. It's like the, the, what I mean by that is that the Lord will give you a direction to pray that is beyond your mind. You didn't know to pray in that direction, but the Lord gave you something, downloaded something inside of you that said, pray this way, and you pray that way, and things get done. Hallelujah. Things get done. Things get dealt with, dealt with at the root. You see, we might be mowing the lawn, mowing the lawn, but you mow the lawn, the weeds are still there. But you see, when you deal with things in the Spirit, you get to do more than mow the lawn. You get to pluck up the weeds, somebody. Hallelujah. And when it's dealt with from the root, it ain't growing back. Hallelujah. Well, well, we can just stay here for another hour, but I'm going to let you all go tonight. Glory to God. Before we do, let me ask you this. If you're here tonight or if you're watching, this is just.